I'm recording this episode from a really interesting mindset because I'm actually re-recording it. I recorded the first episode three about two hours ago, and the entire premise of it is I had just got back from a walk and came back and started meditating, and I had all these really exciting thoughts of how this podcast could go, what do I want to talk about, what should this episode focus on, and in that moment, I started going, no, 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 don't, don't focus on those exciting ideas, you're supposed to be meditating right now, and so I would shut that out. And then another exciting idea would come, and I'd shut that out. He said, no, you're supposed to meditate for 15 minutes. You said that's what you're going to do. Follow through. This happened about four or five times. Excuse me. This happened about four or five times before I reached the point where I just went, no, what I'm supposed to be doing right now is recording an episode. So I leapt up, plugged in my headphones, and started recording. And that episode, it was so, it was energetic, it was passionate, it was exciting, but it was also pretty chaotic and pretty emotionally exhausting, actually. It's pretty intense, and I can be a pretty intense person. And the focus, the premise of that episode was when you have that motivation, do something about it. Take action. What can you do? Like, don't put it off till tomorrow. Do it right now. While you have that feeling, make a change, make a difference. And I recorded that episode, and right after, I found myself thinking, man, like I feel so peaceful and so calm right now. I feel so in tune with myself. I wonder what a podcast would be like coming from this state of mind instead of just pure energy. And I went, okay, well, next time I feel this, I'll record one. And after I had just recorded a 25-minute episode on when you have a feeling, act on it, it felt so hypocritical to not then record an episode. And I recorded that episode from a place of calm and serenity and just peace. And in my mind, it turned out so phenomenal. I was so proud of that. And I recorded episode four, and that will be released after this one, because I'm actually not going to upload the first take of this episode three. And about five minutes ago, I was laying in bed, was going to take a quick nap, and it just kept, I just had this nagging thought that, Jeremy, I, I, I realized that I was so excited to put out episode three just so that I could get to episode four. And I started thinking why that was. And I realized I was so much more proud of episode four than I was of the third episode. And I found myself laying there and said, okay, rest for about 20 minutes when you wake up. See how you're feeling. Maybe you can re-record episode three. And then I kept having that thought. I'm like, okay, yeah, just just rest and then see. But in that moment, I felt excited and I wanted to re-record it. But I said, no, you have to rest right now. Are you you noticing a theme? Are you noticing a theme that when I tell myself I'm going to do something, it's really hard for me to get outside of that moment and trust my gut? I like to think that I can trust my gut really well, but in a lot of ways, I just don't. And begrudgingly, I literally sat sat in bed and went, damn it, okay, I guess I'm re-recording this episode instead of taking a nap. So this episode is really unique to me in the sense that 
if you've listened to the first two, you know that when I mess up, when I blunder, I just go with it because I want to be authentic and I want to be genuine. I also want to put out content that I'm proud of. And while I'm not dissatisfied with the first take of this episode, it just felt like something was missing. It was too chaotic. It wasn't focused enough. That long intro (laughs) is to say, welcome to episode three of my podcast, Compounding Happiness. And I am so excited to be able to re-record this episode, to come at this from a different perspective, because now that I know what I talked about, I've already done it. So it should be a lot easier, right? And what's really interesting about that, what I want to talk about today is when you have motivation to take action based on that feeling, to take action instead of putting it off. How many times have you before bed, you know, like tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to wake up, I'm going to work out, it's going to be a great day. And then you wake up and you don't have that same feeling, right? You know, you go, oh, well, I did feel good, not anymore. So what if instead of putting off that action till tomorrow, what if you were able to take a super small step right now to set yourself up for success tomorrow or next week or next month or next year? And when you have that feeling, rather than trying to compress it or trying to recreate it somewhere down the road, what if you just recognize it and go, okay, I'm not sure why I'm feeling this emotion right now, but I'm really excited. I'm curious what it means. And you just take a minute to really listen to your body, to listen to your gut, to listen to what your heart's telling you to do. And with that, you take some sort of action. You take an action step that is quantifiable that you can go, I'm proud of that because I felt so motivated. And when I feel motivated, I want to take action. And here's what I did when I felt motivated. Because then you start building up these patterns in your brain that when you have that feeling of motivation, you start taking action. And then next time you feel motivated, you're going to be more excited to take action. You're going to be more in tune with yourself and allow yourself to remember the time before when you did it and how great and how fun it was. And today I want to focus on this really unique exercise that allows you to take action right now that sets your day up for success tomorrow. What can you do right now to ensure that the next 24 hours are fantastic? One of the recurring themes in these episodes is low input, extremely high output. And in my mind, if I can take 10 minutes to change the next 24 hours, that is worth it. There's not much in my mind that I, can, I can't justify not doing it. it. Inherently, when you think about it from a mathematical, data, logical standpoint, you want to take those 10 minutes. And for the last couple days... I have been doing an exercise with my friend John where each night before bed, we call each other and we talk for 20 minutes. And here's, here's the weird part. So I'm probably going to lose some of you here, so please bear with me. Take, take what you want, leave the rest, because it's going to sound like some airy, fairy, pie-in-the-sky, home-zen bullshit. But what we do is on Sunday night, we talk as if it's Monday night. 
and we describe the day that we just had. So on Sunday, we're talking, and I start the conversation like, dude, this Monday has been such an incredible day. This Monday has been so successful, and I am so excited to share with you what I accomplished today. And we go through and we detail what we did for the day. Everything from I woke up at this time feeling energetic and passionate and excited, and I went to the gym and I had a killer workout. It was just phenomenal. I made myself the best breakfast. And rather than listening to music or watching TV, I just allowed myself to be present in that moment and just enjoy the food, enjoy my own company. The rest of the day I went and I had fantastic conversations with people. I messaged someone random on Facebook just because I wanted to talk to them. Didn't, didn't know who I was going to message, but I just wanted to have that conversation with someone. So I messaged someone, I messaged someone random on Facebook and we just had a great conversation. And that night when I was eating dinner, all I could think of was how blessed and how thankful I am. And what an incredible day it's been. And I watched an episode of my favorite show and just allowed myself to enjoy it and not feel bad about taking time for myself. And we go through and we paint how our day went. Now, obviously, there's no way to completely predict how your next day is going to go. And that is not the purpose. That is not the point of this exercise. The point is to prove to yourself that it's possible. To allow yourself five to ten minutes of just being fully present with who you are. To give yourself the freedom of you. To show that something that you might deem impossible is really only five minutes away from you stopping and thinking about it. And so the next day, waking up, the first day, guys, it was, it was this surreal moment because I went through my day and all of the emotions that I had already felt the night before, because when I described my day, of how fun it was and how impactful the conversations were. I felt those emotions. And how crazy is it that your brain can experience those emotions and those feelings and those thoughts before it's even happened? Your brain cannot perceive the difference between it physically happening and you creating that reality in your head. That's why visualization is so impactful is the hormones, the chemicals your brain releases when you physically do something versus you visualizing it and still experiencing that emotion, it is the exact same. And so the night before, when you take those 10 minutes to really think about your day, but not think about it. And I know that sounds weird, so you don't think about, okay, what's the perfect day? You just start talking. And you use terms like, I remember how excited I was. I remember making this. I remember having this conversation. And by doing so, you allow your brain to have those feelings, to have those thoughts, to have that experience, even though it hasn't happened. And the next day, it was the weirdest thing because I found myself going through some of those manifestations that I had done the night before, where I remember eating breakfast and I was about to turn on TV and I went, no, I'm not supposed to do this right now. And that weird feeling of, holy crap, I created this moment, this feeling, 12 hours ago. I created this last night, and I'm feeling it again right now. And the craziest part, the best part, is it wasn't crazy. It wasn't unfamiliar because our brains have a tendency 
to stick to what's familiar. They have this ability to focus on things that it knows. And our, you, you know, if you go back to thousands of years ago, our brains were taught, you know, like fight or flight, everything's danger, everything is life and death. And when we start showing our brains that going into the unknown isn't going to kill us, that experiencing something new isn't going to make us die, <laughs> really crazy, exciting things can happen. And being able to experience those emotions from the comfort of your own home without actually physically doing it, when the time comes for you to execute that plan, you've already done 95% of the work. You've done the heavy lifting. All that's required of you is that 5% action step. Because your body, your brain has already gone through the process of you completing that task. And let me tell you, the first day that we did this, it was surreal. Because everything that we spoke happened. And the best part, it didn't happen how we said it was going to. Let me repeat that. It didn't happen the way we said or thought it was going to happen. And why I say that's the best part is because that shows that there's something and so much bigger than ourselves that we can't even fathom what opportunities can come. We can do our best to try to create goals and visions but when you surrender to trusting your gut and surrendering to trusting your body and going with the feeling of it, bigger things than you ever could imagine with your small brain can become possible. So that conversation that I had where I said, so I'm going to reach out to someone random on Facebook and have a conversation. That day, and I kid you not, two people who I had never talked to reached out to me on Facebook. They were like, hey, I saw you just joined this Facebook group, want to say welcome, you seem really cool, like, you, I, I would just love to, to learn more about you. And while this was happening, I received these messages because I went to a coffee shop and I left my phone at home, and while I was at that coffee shop, there was a guy next to me, and he made a joke about my Kindle. He was older and he went, you know, either phones are getting a lot bigger or laptops are a lot smaller. And I said, oh, no, this is actually a Kindle. It has all my books on it. He said, I've never heard of that. Can you show me? And before you know it, I talked to this stranger for two hours who I had never, never perceived I was going to have that conversation with him at a coffee shop. Because in my brain, I was ready to get home so I could message someone random on Facebook to engage in meaningful conversation. So my brain was primed, okay, meaningful conversation is going to happen today. And even though it didn't happen the way I thought, I engaged with this gentleman for two hours. I probably talked for about five minutes of those two hours. And I just was able to create this space for him to share and be vulnerable and be honest. And turns out he's going through, he's going through a bit of a rough patch in his life. And he was so thankful and so grateful to be able to, to have someone to talk to. And now moving forward, we're getting together once per week to have coffee for an hour. And none of that would have happened if I didn't go in with the mindset of, I'm going to have a great conversation today. It didn't come in the form that I thought, but it came in the form, but it was still the same result. And then come to find out, it still did come in the form that I thought, because I got home and I had two random Facebook messages. I also was trying to figure out this job situation, trying to figure out, I was like, okay, I, I need to talk to my brother Nathan. 
he has an incredible business and we talked a few weeks back about working together and what that would look like. And then some things happened. We had to put that thought on pause. It had been about four weeks since we had talked about this, but the night before I had said, you know, I I reached out to my brother Nathan so that we could touch base again with work just to see what, where I can help, how I can serve him and how we can collaborate. And so going into that day, I knew that I'm going to reach out to Nathan and we're going to have this great conversation. Kid you not, he reached out to me and texted and said, hey, bro, I know we haven't talked for a while about this. We've had kind of an influx of sales and I spread a little thin. Can we talk about how maybe we can work together on this? (laughs) And the entire day went like that. The entire day revolved around these predictions, these manifestations, these feelings that I had experienced the night before and watching them come to fruition throughout the day was absolutely incredible. It was insane. And if you're still listening, you know, that might sound like, yeah, no, no way, dude. Like just because you talk about it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. And there's, there's no way, yada, yada, yada. Trust me. I went into it skeptical. But once I started doing the actual exercise with John over the phone and allowed myself the freedom to just dream, the freedom to picture my life and what it could be like, I experienced all of those emotions within five minutes of the entire day. And so I really want to encourage all of you to try this exercise It's more effective if you can try it with someone so that you can feed off of them and they feed off of you, but just try it with yourself. Talk for five minutes about, okay, here's here's how today is going to go or here's how tomorrow is going to go. Or you you can do it however you want a month from now. Talk about your life a month from now and use the phrases, I remember when or how cool is it that. Talk about as if it's already happened. And for me, the more I talked about it, the easier it got, the more excited I got. And just thinking about the day made me excited. It's not, it's not often that I go to bed stoked to get up the next morning. But you know what? Every night that we've done this, I go to bed excited. That energy transfers over. I rest well. I sleep better. I wake up and I go, okay, I, I already know what I'm capable of accomplishing today. And all of the heavy lifting, all of that hard work has already been done. So I don't have to stress about how my day is going to go. For those of you who know me, you know how difficult it is for me to relax. I'm a go, 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 go kind of person. The other day I did this and I said, you know, I slept in and I allowed myself to just be okay with that. And the next morning I slept until seven o'clock. I have not slept until seven o'clock in months but I slept until seven and my first thought was, oh crap, you've wasted your morning, way to go. Like, come on, dude, stop being lazy. But then I remembered, I said, no, this is what I'm supposed to do today. And just having that surreal moment where it allowed me to then be comfortable and be okay in the moment rather than focusing on the future, rather than focusing on the past. In my brain, it had already happened and I was okay with it. So you know that with this podcast, with these episodes, I want each one to have a theme, a simple exercise or something that you can incorporate into your life that is profoundly simple, 
that in its nature is, is easy to do. 10 minutes each night, I don't think anyone can say they don't have 10 minutes, right? I don't think anyone can say, no way, Jeremy, that's, that's ridiculous. And so I want to encourage you, for me, taking 10 minutes each night and John taking 10 minutes for a combined total of 20 minutes changes the next 24 hours. And from a number standpoint, doesn't that make so much sense? Doesn't it make sense to think about what's possible instead of what's impossible? And it's funny to redo this episode because there's several thoughts that are coming to me where I said, oh, I liked this portion of the first time you recorded it. Take that. Or I didn't like this part, so alleviate that. But me recording this has been, I haven't listened to any of those thoughts. I haven't focused on what my brain is telling me I should do because it's telling me that I've already done it. Because before I started this podcast, as I was getting out of bed, I visualized and I pictured like, okay, here's this amazing podcast that you're going to do, this amazing episode where you're genuine, you're authentic, and you're fun, and you're creative, and you're playful and adventurous. And in my brain, since I already experienced those emotions, the things coming at me saying, you need to talk about this to experience that, I'm able to shut it out. And this isn't me bragging about how in tune I am or how intuitive and self-aware I am. No, this is about listening to my body because I'm not naturally intuitive or self-aware. It's something I have to really, really, really focus on and really work on. Otherwise, I get caught up in the monotonous day-to-day activities every single day and don't actually think of what's, what I'm capable of. Sorry, I, I, a little out of breath because this is now third third episode I've recorded within the last two hours. This this idea to talk about. Sorry, let me let me back up. This concept came to me because I or it, it wouldn't have come to me if I was resistant to it. It was gnawing at me to get out of bed and start talking, and I went, no, no, don't. Don't just stay comfortable. Stay comfortable. You're in bed. It's cold outside. You have a nice warm blanket. Just stay here. Relax. That was my brain coming up with excuses as to why I shouldn't. But when I felt that motivation, when I felt that desire, I listened to it. And I'm so glad that I did because I think this episode turned out so much better than the first time I recorded it. And so with that, I really just, I want to emphasize and encourage all of you that next time you have that feeling of, Okay, like I, I feel good right now. This feel, when I wake up tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to do something incredible. Next week, man, it's going to be crazy. When I get that promotion two years from now, man, I'll feel so good. I'll be so alive. What if instead of waiting for, instead of waiting to take action, when you have the desire to do something, take five seconds and just try to listen to what your gut's telling you to do. And if it's something crazy and astronomical, try it. Just take an action step, because once you do, you start building up that confidence, and you start getting excited about trying new things. With that, I want to end with another book recommendation. That's one of my favorite parts, actually, of, excuse me, of recording these podcasts is, okay, what what book do I want to recommend? 
And this one that I read, I finished it last night, is called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And the only reason that I even started this book, it's a pretty funny story actually. I was reading another book and its entire premise was live in the moment, don't live in the past, don't focus on the future, trust your gut, trust your body. So a lot of the material that I just talked about right now that I just shared with you. But I remember I was at this this section where I was in a coffee shop, it was snowing outside, and I felt so at peace. But man, the the book I was reading was so terrible. It was so boring and so monotonous. And I remember reading where it said, you know, listen to your body and go with what feels right. And in that moment, I went, you know what feels right? Putting this stupid book down because I hate it. (laughs) I hate this book. It is not serving me. Obviously, it did serve me because it allowed me to be comfortable with that idea. It allowed me to have the knowledge to then share some of those ideas in this podcast. But I put that book down and I deleted it from my Kindle. And I hate not finishing a book, right? I I absolutely despise not finishing a book. But because I listened to my gut and said, this book is trash, I don't want to finish it. The first book that came into my mind was Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And I had heard him mention that on a podcast or heard someone mention it the day before. And I downloaded it. And it is one of the best books I've read this year. It is his autobiography on his life and his experiences and what has shaped him into the man that he is today. And what I love about it is he describes it as his love letter to life. He talks about growing up in the middle of Texas as an all-American boy, spending his time outside in the mud with the animals, building tree houses with the ridiculously strict parents who told him, don't follow your dreams and all of these ideas. And to me, it was the total symbol of patriotism. Patriotism? Is that a word? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Um, But it was just, it was very patriotic. There we go. And you couldn't help but feeling patriotic, but also this, it was that combined with a comeback story of what his life was like and what he did to overcome so many of these obstacles that were thrown his way and how he worked hard and believed in himself and how to trust yourself and to listen to what you're supposed to do and not listen to all the crap that other people are saying, be realistic, you can't do this, but to just take confident, to be confident in yourself enough to say, I'm going to do it anyway. So I want to recommend that book again. It's called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And it was such a surprise, such a fantastic book. And I want to encourage you to check that out if you're interested in it. With that said, thank you so much for coming back to the third episode of my podcast. And I think that this re-recorded one is about a million times better. So thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable, to be authentic. And I hope you were able to take some value from this. Till then, till the next time, I don't really know how to sign these off. Um, I think we're going to just end it on that. Bye now.